It's ghost time. <laughs> it's ghost to ghost time. It's mostly toasty. Go- I forgot. Ghosty, wosties, losties, frosties. Banana Bana- nana fofosties. <laughs> Ghosticles time, and it doesn't have anything to do with testicles. It absolutely does. Uh... <laughs> well, not mine. <laughs> I don't know. Your lady balls are bigger than my man balls. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with. <laughs> How are you this week, my love? I'm good. I'm good. I'm recovering from an injury earlier this week. What you... Oh, no. What the... What did you do? So, you know, I've switched rooms with the girls and I paint because they had a bigger closet so I can use as a booth. Right. Just a regular recording booth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I have done that and I've created a little space and on the top, um, I was putting, I have balanced cardboard on top of other shelves just to extend it a little bit. Yeah. Um, the top to just close it in. And I was stapling foam through that cardboard <sighs> with a staple gun. And I was being very <laughs> oh, no. careful. No. Very careful. But then I had just opened a new pack of foam. And when you get them, like you can order a bunch of them from Amazon or whatever. Yeah. And they're all vacuum sealed. <laughs> and so they're two inches, but they, when you open them, they're very flat, and they have quite the uh, plastic scent. So I had opened them, and Callista, she saw them, and she was like, oh, they stink. And I was like, they do. And then I was up stapling, and she took two of them from my stack and ran away. And I was like, what are you doing? And she stopped, and she's like, I'm taking these. They're mine now. And I was like, <laughs> for what? And uh, she what? said, and I was going to staple, and she goes, for sniffing. And I laughed and moved my hand and I stapled my finger. And then, I mean, it was immediate too. Like I, like both, both sides no. of the staple went through my finger and I pulled it down. I mean, immediately there was, it was just bleeding, just tons of blood. And so I don't mean to I got, laugh at your pain, but it's it was, so funny. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then so I go around because I need to wash off my gushing finger. And uh, Jack is standing there talking to their mom. And apparently one of their neighbor's house had burned down or something like that Jesus in Alabama. And so in a, a lot in the to moment, un- I'm like, there's a lot to unpack yeah, there was a lot going on. And Jack was telling me about it. And I was like, I need to just tell him to get out of my way so I can do this. But then I thought, you know, what will be funnier is his reaction when he realizes I've been sitting here listening to him. Bleeding out through my middle finger. <laughs> bleeding so out. I just sat there. <laughs> like you've like slit your throat or something. Oh, I'm and I out. had my hands in a little cup. Like they were making a little cup. <laughs> and my finger was in it. I mean, my hand was filling with blood as I was standing there. And um, he just Christ. talked. And then he looked down because I, I wasn't being shy about holding the cup. And then he looked down and he <laughs> saw my handful of blood and goes, What? What did you do? <laughs> I was like, I stapled my finger. And he's like, why are you standing here? And I was like, for comedic effect. It was very powerful. And then I went into the bathroom. And then before I got to the bathroom, my hand turned slightly and I spilled blood all over the floor. (laughs) It was quite painful. Quite, quite painful. It swelled up. There's a moral Like it even underneath my fingernail swelled up. So my fingernail was real. It felt real tat for a while. (laughs) And, uh, but it's, it's recovering. It's only if I hit it a certain way now that it hurts. 
Uh, how? Or so when you stable things I'm recovering it. from that injury. But other than that, you know, we've got 4th of July coming up tomorrow. So we're going to Grandma Suze's to go swimming. Oh, we're nice. We're excited about that. Nice. Just be so. sure to wear your masks outside. That's right. It's now law here in Texas. We're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to wear our masks at my mother's house when we swim. No, just en route to your mother's house. Just in the car? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> you can get fined. Anyway. Not only if you're like <laughs> if you're outside anywhere in public, you have to wear a mask now. Yeah, in Texas, I know that. I'm glad about, about that, about, but I'm not. About I have no intentions on going. I am having everything delivered. Thank you very right, much. Right, right, right. Do you know? Well, how are you? I'm good. I didn't. I did not injure any part of myself, so I don't have a cool story to share. But I did learn something <laughs> really fun today. <laughs> what? Did you know pumpernickel bread, which is a German word? Uh, yeah. Pumpernickel bread means Devil's fart bread? What? It does. Uh, nickel is, is is a it's a nickname for the devil. It's that's in fact where the term nickname comes from. It's euphemisms for the devil, Nicholas and Niklaus, whatever. So nickel uh, uh, means the devil and <laughs> and pumper pum- and pumper means fart. Pumper. And it's called that because like rye bread is used in pumpernickel bread in uh, devil fart bread and it's denser <laughs> and so it's harder to digest and it makes you gassy and it makes your gas smell <gasps> like sulfur. <laughs> so literally pumpernickel bread is devil farts bread. Just remember that uh you know the next there's, time you don't so eat bread. There's so much power in that fact. <laughs> because I'm going to take pumpernickel bread to some party and then not eat any of it and watch everyone be watch like. Watch everyone else go, Jesus, did someone has did someone open the Necronomicon? Yeah, and it'll be everybody but me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely oh going to do God, it to the yeah. girls. 100%. So yeah, look it up. It's a true yeah. story. I'm not just making it up. I'm not making it up unless Webster's Miriam is, but or Miriam Webster's whatever. Uh, potato. I love that <laughs> potato potato. Fart. I love. I think I'm going to try to do a thing now every week where I, I learn the or the really silly origin of a, of a popular word and bring it to yeah. you know. And I say every week, maybe once every hundred episodes or so. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you're on track. <laughs> It's important to. I love that. It's important to make goals for yourself. Oh, God. So, speaking of devil's fart bread, shall we start? Let's get started. We've got some good shit today. We got some some good devil farts. All right. Our first entry submission comes from Scott. Great Scott! Scott. Dear Jamie and Michael, I have just discovered your spooky podcast and I'm really enjoying it. You're starting very strong here, Scott. Well done. (laughs) Know your audience. Uh, I find it to be just the right mixture of haunts and humor. (laughs) Um, Scott, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Anyway, (laughs) I have always been a guy with an open mind to the paranormal and have three quick stories for you that all center around places I have worked. Years ago, I worked as a nurse's aide in a nursing home in a small city in Massachusetts. At the time, I worked the graveyard shift. Oh, you shouldn't call it a graveyard shift in a nursing home, but I get it. Uh, So it was mostly quiet (laughs) on the floors uh, and the hallway. Uh, Lights were turned off so that the residents could sleep. 
Most nights, I would often assist the nurses in their appointed rounds. I would also mention, I should also mention rather, that this was years ago, at a time when the nursing staff would mostly wear white scrubs while on duty. One night, I was uh, assisting the nurse and was following her from room to room as she did her rounds. I have a distinct memory of looking down at paperwork I was holding in my hands, and in my peripheral, I noticed a white figure enter a resident's room. Thinking it was the nurse, I followed. Uh, I was quite surprised to discover that except for the sleeping residents, I was the only one in the room. There was only one doorway in and out of that room, and I had clearly followed the figure in white through it. I quickly left the room and found the nurse further down the hallway. I told her what I experienced, and she couldn't explain it either. It's a creepy memory I won't soon forget. Years later, right? Years later, I ended up moving and got a different position uh, as a docent at the House of the Seven Gables in Salem. Ooh. Yes. What a storied existence you have, Scott. Uh, I know. The job consisted of leading tour groups through the old home and telling its history. I really enjoyed it and loved being part of its legacy. I bet. Just a quick history for you. The home itself dates back to the 1600s and is most known for its connection to Nathaniel Hawthorne's book by the same name. His cousin yeah. owned the home... If we remember, Nathaniel Hawthorne's grandfather was one of the um, Hawthorns that James, I think, Hawthorne, that killed a lot of them witches he was on. Yes. And yes. so he wanted to distance himself, which is why he changed the spelling of his last uh -huh. name. Uh -huh. um, Scott, just FYI, we did cover Salem on our Halloween episode yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So should just check it out and yeah. see see if you agree with our assessment of the House of That's the Seven right. Gables. Yes. Uh, his cousin, that is Nathaniel Hawthorne, uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne's cousin owned the home at one point, and he would visit her often uh, and was inspired by the home to write the novel. There's a lot of talk about it possibly being haunted as well. You can find ghostly photos of the grounds posted on the internet, and I remember the other docents telling stories of a ghostly little boy who has been spotted in the attic when no tours were going on. I had been in the home one morning by myself, walking from room to room, making sure the home was ready to receive its visitors for the day. I happened to be in the attic and was just making my way downstairs to the second level when I heard a soft sigh in my left ear. I stopped on the stairs and looked around. I was the only one in the attic. I began to descend the steps again, only to hear the sigh again in my ear, only louder. I didn't hang around this time. With my heart pounding in my chest, I quickly checked the remaining rooms and was out of the house as fast as possible. My last story, right? My last story also happened while working in Salem. This time I was a docent at the witch house. Man, Scott, you get around. Uh, this old home was also built in the 1600s and was the home of Jonathan of Judge Jonathan Corwin. Corwin uh, had been one of the judges during the time of the witch hysteria. This was his private home, but it was thought uh, he may have brought some of the accused to this home for questioning. Scott, we also covered this in our final message. Just to let you know, we you should listen. Totally yes, yes, this is so it. cool. It's nice to revisit it. I was it. so excited about this. One. Right. Uh, <laughs> there were stories of its haunting as well, most notably stories of lights on in the home and figures seen moving around inside when uh, the house was closed during the winter months. One day, I was working with another docent in the home. We were in the shop area at the back of the house. The other docent was counting the money in the cash drawer, and I was sweeping the floors as we were getting ready to open up for the day. It happened to be the quiet season in Salem, and uh, at the time, the manager had not yet arrived, so we were joking that we should just blow it all off and not even open for the day and go home. At that exact moment, the door to the house creaked open. We both stopped and watched as it slowly opened fully 
on its own. There was no wind at the time, and the door had been latched earlier. Once it opened completely, I turned to my bewildered co-worker and said, I guess we're opening up after all. <laughs> Either that or they're just like, <laughs> then get out. Then get the fuck out. <laughs> I just think of the ghost being like the weird meme of that old woman outside the clothes shop. She's like banging on the window and like singing an opera song, apparently because she wants yeah. them to open. Like it's it's one of the really weird Karens. Um, oh, yeah. I just feel like the ghost is like that. She's like, excuse me, when are you starting the tours? I, <laughs> I have driven all the way from Manchester. Uh, <laughs> anyway, those are my stories. Sorry if it's a bit long. Oh, no apologies. We love long stories. So I always found these experiences to be creepy and certainly unexplained, and I thought I would like to share them with you and your listeners. You are great. Loving the podcast. Keep up the ghoul work. Scott. Thank, Thank you, you Scott. Scott. You know what, Scott? You keep up the ghoul work because it's you having jobs as a docent in various haunted locales that gives us content. So thank you, thank you, thank you. May you be haunted for the rest of your life in some capacity. <laughs> in the nicest way. Sure. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, next we have Sarah. Um, and Sarah is actually one of our patrons. So mm-hmm. we thank you, Sarah, for being a supporter. Um, hey, guys. Obligatory. Holy shit, your podcast is haunted because of hotel ghost things after I listened to multiple episodes at my old hotel. You are welcome. That'll do it. That'll do it. We are here for you. Uh, Working in hotels overnight is creepy enough without former guests who didn't check out properly. (laughs) They checked out, but they didn't go home. There's a whole song about that. Uh, It's in California. It's like this hotel in California. It's a big deal. Uh, (laughs) Sang by the condors? No. (laughs) The turkeys. I don't know. know. Some Uh, birds. I hope the three people listening who understand what we're saying really enjoyed that joke. Uh, the elevators you know would Don go Henley off is them- one of them. <laughs> yeah, right. The elevators would go off by themselves all the time. Phone calls from extensions that didn't exist. Lots of those, actually. Always around 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. and in multiples of three. Nope. 10 out of 10 do not want. <laughs> At the casino sure, I worked at for on. five years... There were a few creepy things. Security came by one time asking if anyone had say, had said anything about a little old woman in the elevator for over an hour. My coworker and I looked at each other and then at them. Uh, not at 3 a.m. Okay, cool, they said and walked away. Apparently, a little old woman was riding in the north elevator up and down for over an hour that very evening, just looking down at the floor, never looking up. Oh, oh. And... In high school, though, I had two experiences that scared the shit out of me. I got to school very early in the mornings my junior year because of band or my mom working. Band! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I would walk around the school until the band room opened to stay warm in the winter. One morning, probably around 6.30 a.m., I was walking past some of the lockers when I started to hear clocking, uh, clicking noises from behind me. I thought it was the lights starting to come on behind me, but no lights came on. Then the sound started to come towards me. Mm-hmm. The locks were moving against the lockers. <laughs> Side note, grew up in Topeka, Kansas, no earthquakes. The sound was the lock swinging against the lockers. I turned and hightailed it down the hallway to the staircase as fast as my chubby little self could go. As I sped up, so did the locks. I hit the staircase and went halfway down and waited. I heard the door to the balcony in the theater shake four or five times. Then everything stopped. 
I probably walked over to the band room and had a tiny mental meltdown about it. <laughs> just a little one. Just a little just baby a little meltdown. Just a, That's all right. Just a bite-sized. Uh, just a just, just a bite-sized breakdown. A skosh. A skosh of a meltdown. Uh, let's just say I never went down that hallway unless absolutely necessary for the rest of my time at high school. The first event, the first event was my freshman year, but went through my senior year because of theater. Of mm-hmm. course, it's always the theater. Mm-hmm. My freshman year, I was in my first production in the spring. I was waiting for rehearsal to start, and I was the only one in the theater. I heard something in the balcony and looked up. There was a girl in 1880s to 1900s era dress sort of watching me, but mostly dancing and playing on the stairs of the balcony. I blinked a few times, and she was gone. Just then, my theater teacher opened the door to the balcony and unlocked the tech booth. I yelled up to him. Hey, I just saw someone. Is anyone up there with you? He looked down towards me. No, it's just me, and I just unlocked that door. I kept quiet after that. I saw her a few more times throughout my years there. Mostly, she was on the catwalk making noise during rehearsals and tech weeks. My senior year, I saw her the last time during a class. We were setting lights for a show, and I saw her. But it looked like she was in flames, and she disappeared. Maybe it was staring into lights to tell if the focus was right, but still disturbing nonetheless. <sighs> that is. I mean, leave it, leave it to a theater ghost to be like, look at me, I'm on fire. I'm on fire! <laughs> and now I'm gone. Very dramatic. Very Ugh, dramatic. I love, I love a theater it. Ghost. I want to be a I theater. love a theater ghost. I want to be a theater ghost. I'm sure I will be. I just need to find a theater to haunt. Are you going to be a theater ghost or a library ghost, Michael? I can be both. Ghosts can go like you. I mean, we hear about these ghosts that apparently can spread themselves out to different locations. I want to be a library what ghost if? sometimes. Because I'm an ambivert. So I should be a theater <laughs> ghost on my on my extra days. And on my intro days, I'll be the library ghost. What if you haunt theaters that are doing shows where there's a bookshelf? with books in it and then you travel and just haunt various theaters that happen to have books i mean it's i'm not saying the idea it doesn't have merit jamie but it's so niche and it's like you know it's (laughs) like it's like success in any business you know you have to cast your net wide so i think i just want to i mean most colleges are going to have a library and a theater so i feel i'll just i'll just focus on that and let me tell you when i'm a library ghost i'm gonna be like the fucking library ghost in the original ghostbusters i'm gonna be like shut the fuck up or i'm gonna scare the fuck out of you what if what if you haunt a book (laughs) god then it'll suck because no one reads anymore (laughs) Okay, if you were gonna haunt a book, it'll be like the equivalent, well, like the equivalent of having a TikTok account with only two views. Yeah, except, except if you haunt a book, that means you're just with the book. So wherever the book goes, you'll be haunting that space, right? Like a haunted. Great. So I'm gonna wardrobe. haunt. So I'm gonna haunt a lot of cardboard boxes and or half price books. <laughs> the whole space. The whole space. I mean, if you were maybe. gonna haunt a book. What book would you haunt? I don't know, but I I would want it to be a well traveled book. And I'd yeah. want it to have a book like I, I want it to be. I don't know if I were going to haunt a book. I want it to be. I could choose my favorites, but no one reads my favorites. So, uh, you could do a first edition favorite, and that way it's going to be respected, probably. No, but then I'd, I'd only be in the homes of rich people, and ugh, they're the worst. <laughs> but uh, then, yeah, <laughs> haunt the shit out of them. <laughs> now nah, they just find a way to exploit me to make money off it. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would haunt. Ooh, I would haunt. Uh, 
like uh, a children's book, like an heirloom yeah. book. Like I would haunt. Oh. One of my favorite kids' books is Ray. It's not. It's not exactly a kids' book. I mean, it is. It's like a young adult chapter book, uh, I guess. But it's one of my favorites. I would haunt either The Wizard in the Tree by Lloyd Ooh. Alexander, which was my first full book that I read cover to cover by my own self, um, and is still one of my favorites to this day. Or my other favorite, which I discovered much later, was Ray Bradbury's The Halloween Tree, which I read every year on Halloween, and it's real good. I would haunt the shit out of that book. But, but, here's my contractual condition. <laughs> when the book is not being read or changed hands, like, I want to inhabit the world of that book in the afterlife. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Coming out only uh, when would, someone opens the book and I'm, I like, sucked also... into reality and to, to say boo or whatever. I would also haunt a children's book. Everybody poops. <laughs> and you're like, here's proof. Boo! And they shit themselves. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here to help and make jokes. <laughs> hey, it's July. And you know what that means? We have more chats coming up. More Discord chats for our Patreon. More Discord chats People, for our Patreons. Folks, patrons, patrons. 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 That's what it is. Uh, our, our patronus. Our, our patronus. Our, our, our patronuses. <laughs> um, <laughs> so our dates for that are the 14th is for the full Discord, and then the 28th will be their Phantasm tier uh, chats. They're, they've been really, really fun. We have a great time with them. So come yeah, with we questions. We get so many ideas. Stories. We get so many yes. ideas for the show while talking to you guys. So please, if you yeah. have some input or some uh, some notions about what we uh, should do with future episodes, that the chats are definitely when and where to let us yes. know. Yes, and we also have on the Discord, we have different sections for uh, if you have any recommendations about ghost stories, especially on that Phantasm tier, recommendations about titles. But we have tiers from a dollar all the way up to $20. There's a lot of options for you to help support us. This is our mm. commercial. We don't have any other commercials right now. We're trying to avoid that as long as possible. So uh, the, commercials the Patreon so is the way to make that happen. So if we would yes. love your support. Um, any support is appreciated. But if you are on, I believe it's the $8 and up tiers, you will be a part of the Discord. There's even a and d game that's going on with listeners, which is really <laughs> so cool. cool. So it's a great community. If you guys are interested, um, definitely the Discord is a way to do that. But we appreciate any support that you can give us on that Patreon. Again, it's patreon.com slash Intentions, um, or you can just Google Intentions and if you're on the fence about being a patron, just join us for the All Skate chat on the 14th and you'll get to see how cool the community that's is. That's for Discord. That's the, for Discord. Yeah, the Discord chat, right. Yeah, join us on the 14th, right? That's the 14th? Yeah, but only if you're Discord. Yeah, well, you have to be on Discord. But, right, that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> I got confused. I'm confusing myself. We love you guys. Join us on yeah. the 14th <laughs> and the 20th. Check out the... Patreon. Uh, you can also find it at ghoulintentions.com. Thank you guys. We love it. Love you too. Uh, okay, you have a story, I, right? I, I do. That's great. I love this discussion. This one, I've never I needed this. It. Uh, this one comes from Elizabeth. Hello, JB and Michael. Thank you guys Hello. so much for reading my story on the demon dog. Oh, yes. Do you remember? It's, I do. It's the Shinner brother with the shadow that looked like the demon right. dog. And, right. Yeah, okay. It just makes me think of it, the great Groucho Marx quote, like outside of a book uh, or outside of a dog, a book is man's best friend because 
inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's facts. Uh, also, to answer Michael's question, Elizabeth says, I had lived on Lindy Lane at the apartments called Lori Circle, which had a few creepy f- uh, factors of its own, hooded figures upside uh, uh, upside down, red-eyed demons, etc. Uh, the story is number two on the Chronicles, based on an old U.S. <laughs> warship called the USS Kid, which is stationed down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, Ah. To give a little insight as to the history behind this warship, it was struck by a kamikaze pilot during World War II and lost a whole uh, and a whole bunch of lives uh, were lost on board. You were able to spend the night on the ship and explore the museum, which was dedicated to veterans of World War II, which was pretty neat. I'd gone down. Oh, I know this ship. I've been on this ship. Excuse me. Sorry, I just had a moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on the USS Kid, and it is. There's an energy to it. It's uh, it's hard to describe, but if you if you've been on there, you know. Uh, sorry, I had gone down there for a JROTC trip in 2010 and 2011. For from Tulsa. During the first year, all I heard was footsteps, and it was insanely cold, despite the fact that it was February and it was already cold in its own right. Um, I also heard voices, which was odd, considering everyone was asleep. But what happened in 2011 took the cake. The year, uh, that year, as we were exploring the ship and listening to the tour guide, we were right above the area where the ship was hit, and I felt a grip around my right ankle. I thought I'd <laughs> caught my foot on something and looked down but there was nothing there. I still couldn't move my foot though. So I asked, hey, can you just let go of my ankle, please? <laughs> um, and also said, onage, <laughs> which is please in Japanese, just in case. I felt the pressure lessen on my ankle and said, thanks. <laughs> I, I looked up and saw my classmates looking at me and told them that my foot suddenly fell asleep. Besides that, I had the same thing happen to me that it happened in 2010. It's the feelings of coldness and everything. I appreciate you guys Ooh. for everything that you do. Oh, and to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. The next <laughs> the next story deals with my dear fiance. Uh, fiance. Fiance. How you say in English, uh, fiance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stay awesomely spooky. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yay, thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, that's a really cool ship. Um, it's really cool. It's uh, you get a sense of of the history. I mean, I've been on several uh, you know ships to tour and stuff because I'm I'm fascinated by that history, especially history that's still within living memory, or at least you know for for a little while anyway. I mean, a lot of the survivors of World War II are now no longer with us, but for a while, for most of my life, they've been they've been around. So it was kind of yeah. cool. To like hear my grandfather tell stories about stuff and then go on these tours and ships and and you know airplane hangers and be like oh this is this is I kind of getting to see the world through my my grandfather's eyes for a little bit it's really yeah. it's really cool so if you have the chance to go tour the USS Kid uh, by all means guys go uh, go yeah, do it just like if you need if you are uh, not good with tight spaces if you're a little claustrophobic take yourself a little Xanax or something some L theanine. <laughs> Before you go in. Yeah, because if you are claustrophobic, uh, going on a ship is not going to cure it. No, it's not. They, it, submarines, not. that's even worse. Uh, I, <laughs> it's I immersion, it's immersion family, therapy. So we were always, always touring uh, different ships and different submarines. And every time it was always like, oh, I can't breathe. I something, I, there's a crazy like TikTok uh, thing now, or not now, I guess it's been around. I just discovered it. So God knows it's probably 100 years it's old. It's probably like a month old. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so, it's so last <laughs> Tuesday. Um, 
But it's a submagnophobia, which is a fear of uh, submerged man-made objects. And it's video of like underwater animatronics at theme parks, some of which are pretty terrifying in their own right, even if you don't have that phobia. And like just things underwater and like, uh, it's it's like cool. Look up some videos on, on submagnophobia. And like, even, okay. if, even if you're not a sufferer, you will be creeped out. And I love it. But it uh. makes me want to go diving again just so I can go to like and see like the underwater statues and stuff that are in some lakes and like, oh, that's freaky. But anyway, I I digress. Okay, okay. Last, we have Rosa. Yay, hello. Hello, Jamie and Michael. Hello. So, (laughs) so funny story. I got this laptop and was like, I can't wait to write one of my experiences up and send it to them. But then the procrastination hit and that did not happen. I got the Sims instead and it was like game over. (laughs) Or game on. Game on, game off. Turn the game off. Um, <laughs> well, that was your, that, house, was your that was your stepmom voice. <laughs> it was turn the game off and turn this other one on so we can all play together. Uh, that's <laughs> that's my stepmom reality. Uh, so, uh, but something exciting is happening to me, and I uh, was like, I should write them soon before it's too late. Real quick, I'm not that good at writing, but I'm going to try to do my best for you guys because I love y'all and this podcast. Thank you, Rosa. We love you, too. Thank All right. I am Latina. Your best. <laughs> yeah, I am Latina, first generation to be exact. So my whole life has been filled with stories of ghosts, brujas, duendes, aliens, oh, etc. Yes. Literally every time my family hangs out and before the Rona, it used to be every weekend. <laughs> It turns to us talking about paranormal stuff that's either happened to us or someone in the family. You know, typical family bonding stuff. Oh. That's how it was in my family. I <laughs> so wish. Sure. I wish. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Uh, ever since I could remember, my mom would always say that when I was born, more spooky stuff started happening to her, especially when she was alone with me. I'm going to interrupt real quick and say, I think that's because, and it happens to a lot of women who, when they get pregnant or as soon as they have the baby or both, they become more sensitive because their guard is up to protect mm. their child and, and and the child's life. So they're more sensitive to anything in the environment that isn't natural. Uh, or yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yet. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was born in Parkland. The old one. Second one? The one before the new one that's shaped weird? And everybody in (laughs) Dallas knows that. That place is fucking creepy. It is. She's right. It's true. (laughs) My mommy had me at 15 and had some complications during labor, so she had to stay an extra night at the hospital to make sure everything was okay. My biological dad is a shit dad. (laughs) (laughs) And my grandma had to stay home with my uncles, so my mom spent her last night at the hospital by herself. Here's a quick fact about some Mexican families. We don't trust anybody on our paranoid as fuck. <laughs> Let me be a little exact. Uh, during the day, we'll the be, I, you this. write so well. I, I love, love it. This. It's so easy great. to read. <laughs> Uh, let me be a little exact. During the day while visiting hours were happening, my mom would sleep the day away because my grandma and great aunts were over visiting and could watch over me. During the nights, she would stay awake and watch over me to make sure no one would kidnap me. Extreme, I know, but hey, I'm still here, aren't I? I mean, that's the whole point of babysitting is to make sure no one makes off with the kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to make sure they're still breathing. Yeah. Right? I I do that with my dogs. I can't imagine... Having children and thinking, oh, oh God, God, are they breathing? Are they? Bre-? I would do it constantly. Oh, I would never sleep. Was, so you would be Shirley MacLaine from uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, oh fuck! What's the movie with her and Jack Nicholson and Barbara Hershey? Uh, Terms of Endearment. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's so not extra. just me, and I know it's not just me. No, I would be uh, that way. I'm that way no. with inanimate objects. <laughs> is it breathing? Is this book breathing? Is this it's book still breathing? Alive, is it my breathing? Own... Oh, God, it's got uh, dust on it. Oh, God, I'm a bad parent. <laughs> Anyways, uh, her <laughs> last night there, she couldn't settle down. New mom's nerves, she said. <clears throat> so she decided to k- take a quick shower while I was napping in my basin. By that point, the woman she had shared the room with had already been discharged, and they brought someone new, so she was completely by herself, and it was late enough in the night that there weren't that many nurses on duty, so she felt safe enough to take a quick shower. But, just to be safe, she had dragged me closer to the bathroom and propped open the door so that she could see me while showering. I assume in the baby basin, not just, like, on the ground. (laughs) 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 She said that... I seemed to be down for the night, so she was going to condition her hair. You know, self-care. But apparently, (laughs) I've always been a little shit, because as soon as she was under the water, I started crying. She immediately tried to wash off to try and soothe me, because my crying was making her nervous, when she heard someone shushing me to calm me down. She assumed it was a nurse who had come in, and she hadn't heard them, so she called out, Thank you. It's okay. I almost done. She only knew broken English back in the day. (laughs) My mom said that it only took her like two minutes to be done, and during this whole time, she kept hearing shushing and me slowly calmed down. She didn't want this random nurse to see her naked, you know, so she peeked out to tell her she was finished and could leave. But when she looked, there was no one there. Then she writes, ooh, spooky, right? (laughs) Right. Right. Anyways, by that point, I had calmed down, so my mom quickly dressed and left the bathroom, but no one was in her room either. She just assumed that the nurse had left, you know, at a fast speed, I guess, and just settled in for the night. Eventually, a nurse came into her room to check up on her, and my mom asked her who had come in earlier, and the nurse told her that as far as she knew, no one had. My mom jokes around and says that I was comforted by a ghost that night, and that I'm lucky it wasn't a bruja taking me in the middle of the night. The one who almost, who was almost taken is my little sister, though. It's up to debate if it was a bruja or a duenda on that one. You have got to send us this story, Rosa. Uh, yes, you do. I'm just going to leave it like that. <laughs> I want to know who was trying to steal your sister. Uh, but that's a story for another time because it's literally 3.07 a.m. right now. And I need to go to sleep because, drum roll, in a couple of hours, I'm going to be at the Adolphus Hotel. <gasps> no. Yeah. So, wear a mask. My mom works payroll at a temp place that outsources dishwashers, maids, etc., to different hotels around the city of Dallas. And one of the places they work with was the Omni. And she says that the maid always has scary stories to tell about that place. Since then, she's always wanted to stay at a haunted hotel to see what happens, right? Well, a while back, y'all mentioned the Adolphus, and I mentioned the stories to one of my coworkers, and she goes, Bro, my mom worked there. She's in charge of maid services, and she always talks about creepy stuff that goes on there. According to her, her mom is a scaredy cat, and every single time someone mentions anything, she leaves because it makes her nervous. But her coworkers are always asking one another to buddy up with them when it comes to certain rooms because they get this unnatural feeling that someone or something is watching them. And sometimes they'll report feeling touched. 
after she told me that, I was like, oh, I have to go and drag my mother with me. <laughs> so during the holiday season, me and my BFF, Anna, got a room as a Christmas gift slash birthday getaway for my mom. Originally, our reservation was for May, but again, Rona hit, so I moved it up. And now we're going today. Anna went crazy and got a spirit box. And everyone we know has told me that if I come back home with another ghost, they're going to take me straight to a priest to get blessed. At first, I was like, nah, everything's going to be okay, right? But a couple of days ago, my dad, stepdad, not my shit bio dad, I feel you on that one, uh, <laughs> told like us. Bio because, shit dad. Uh, bio dad, yeah. Uh, stepdad, not bio dad, told us the moment you reserved a room there, the entities in the hotel became aware of your presence. He said it in Spanish, which made it sound so much creepier. <laughs> <laughs> and I just told him to go back to his Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> 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 Let's see how it goes. I'll keep you all updated. Wow, that's a long email. Sorry. I hope you enjoy my story. I seriously love this podcast so much. I listen to it all the time while I'm getting ready to go hang out in my living room. Haha. <laughs> I actually met Jamie a while back at a convention, Animus Mayfest, I think, at DFW. Michael was there, actually. Yeah, I was at there. At the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was, by the way, uh, was a fucking journey to even find in that airport. Agreed. <laughs> I managed to catch you after your meet and greet. And after I told you I had stories for you guys, but I was just procrastinating, you gave me such a mom look. My stent friend still makes fun of me for it. I'm really good at that. <laughs> That's a gift. Uh, she actually reminds me all the time to send this to you all the time. Well, I'm finally doing it, so maybe she'll get off my back for a bit. You thank her for us. You tell her that we said thank you, because this is a great story. It is. Uh, P.S. While writing this, I remembered how you talked about people not spelling your names right the whole time, and I kept double-checking to make sure I was doing it right. You did. You oh, did great. Thank you. P.P.S. I don't know if you'll actually read my story, but either way, I'm probably going to send you guys <laughs> some, uh, some more, because I feel like uh, <laughs> y'all are like me and bored sometimes. Just Google creepy, scary stories or places whenever you're bored. Yep, 100%. Yes. I hope that's how this podcast started. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are safe and healthy. Say hi to all your doggies. I have a four-year-old dog myself, and I'm pretty sure he's tired of us being home all the time. And remember, it's okay to sleep with the lights Yay. on. I do. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I sleep with pure darkness. I have blackout curtains, everything. Yeah, no. I can't I, fall asleep with a single pretty dark. light on. We have a little yeah. bit of light. Um, even with the blackout curtains, it's still... The still only blackout. light is the tiny little green glow that comes from the smoke detector in our bedroom. And that's it. Yeah. And then sometimes is it like, why is it so bright? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck is going on in the corner? Oh, it's... <laughs> is it a portal? Just, uh, just get yourself some electrical <laughs> tape and cover it up. I had to do that with yeah. our TV that's in our room. Oh, yeah? Because yeah, little... it stays... The name of the TV stays lit up all the time. Oh, so God. Let's just... That's terrible. Who who did who designed Electrical that? Electrical tape works wonders. That's how I fix oh, the. That's how Great I fix stories. the oil light in my car. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys. Really yeah. great, really great stories. Uh, you guys, we really, so really much fun. It. Keep sending them in. Yes, please um, do. Also, if you have ever or know anyone who has ever almost been kidnapped by a bruja <laughs> or duende, please let us know. <laughs> we want to know those uh, stories. Yes, please. I God, I love witch stories. I love witch stories. <sighs> so I just good. they're some of my favorite spooky stories. Yeah, uh, we watched Sleepy Hollow with uh, Serafina. It's too scary for Callista, but we watched it with Serafina. <laughs> she loved it, and you know the the witches and that. Have you? Sorry, have you seen the new, the latest Nukes Top Five? 
No, not yet. We started oh, watching one week with so uh, good. Calista and realized it was too scary for us. Yeah, it's so too scary, but like, it's so fucking good, She's Jamie. taking a nap now, so I can run down. Watch it. It's fucked up. Okay. Yeah, the, the Bruja thing made me think of like this one, and it was like, oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks everyone. Guys. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll yeah. uh, we'll see you on the big episode coming up this next week, which I'm excited yeah. for. I and, know, me too. Yeah, right. And Happy Fourth of July, yes. everybody. Stay safe. Keep you know, keep your distance from the weirdos and also anyone that you know, don't know or know that hasn't. Just be safe. And just smart. yeah. Pra- and also you practice social distancing from the fire like works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be right. close to those when they go, they go yeah. off. So, But enjoy yourselves nonetheless. Yes. Stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. Oh, no, it's okay. You don't have to record this. This is for Matt. I told Matt I would record this. Just so you guys know, um, our outtakes today are a request for Matt. He wants you to know what he has to edit out every podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> A tasty beverage. Ah. Love you, Matt.